From the foothills of the Sandia Mountains in Albuquerque, New Mexico, I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Thanks for tuning in. You ready, Lise? No. No? No. I've been preparing you. You have. For weeks. You scolded me quite... I did. Quite harsh in the car. I, I scolded you before we came. Let's, we'll talk about why I scolded you in a minute. Okay. First, we'll introduce our guest, Mark Griffith. How the heck are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me. Good, yeah. Yeah, thanks so, for showing up. Yeah, that's right. It's nice to have people show well, up. Well, Greg has been planning this episode for quite some time, like a year now. But Probably, yeah. Maybe like six months. He really wanted to impress you with the inventory, yes. so... That's yeah. what he's trying to do. He's Are certainly you? done that. I'm Good. excited about today. <laughs> it's every time a Scotch person has reached out and said, hey, would you like to try this or that? I say, yes, I'm planning a Scotch right, podcast right. episode. So that's what this is. This is a Scotch episode. Yes. Well, I got so the, the issue is I got so much Scotch that we're going to do a couple of Scotch episodes. Oh, wow. So this is Scotch okay. episode number one. Okay. Uh, to be followed season, by season one, season one to be followed <laughs> by season two. So, uh, Mark, you know a lot about scotch, and uh, I'd like to hear some about that. So, what's your what's your history with scotch? What's your uh, what do you like? That kind of stuff. Okay, well, my history with scotch is that I first began drinking scotch at the age of nine years old. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, I'm from England, so we, we start early. Now, the, the truth is, I went to Scotland um, with my family. And one of the things you do when you go to Scotland is go to distilleries and you get to see the history of of Scotch and how it's made, where it's made, and that kind of thing. And the first um, distillery we went to was a place called Edradour, which is in the low part of the Highlands. Mm-hmm. It is the smallest distillery in Scotland. And actually, when you when you go to see it, it's just beautiful farmland as far as the eye can see, hills, mountains, and then this tiny little... I guess it's, it looks like a farm, but actually it's a distillery. Wow. And you can smell it from, you know, as soon as you get out of the car, you can smell the malt. Mm. And, and it, I, I suppose it's very similar to a brewery because they, they make the first part of the, the, the whiskey is made in the same way as beer. Yeah. And I, I just remember that was the first time I'd really smelt that smell. as a. Were you really nine? I genuinely that was is awesome. nine years old. <laughs> that and, is awesome. Um, is that a normal thing? It's just something families do. They go yeah. to visit these these places, and obviously you can't drink alcohol at any other time. But it's right. a it's a learning experience, you know. So they it's a field trip. Yeah, a field so trip. Were you on board at that age? Were you like, yes, I love this? I had no idea that I was going to love it. I thought it would be disgusting because most of the alcohol I'd tried at home. Um, oh, you know, this stealing. wasn't his first taste yes. of alcohol. Oh no, no. not at all. So in, you know, <laughs> you're making me feel like a really good parent, Mark. Okay, <laughs> if you lived in England. You know, children just, you know, they see a glass and they try it. Yeah. That's what, at least in my household, that's what we did. I tried beer. I didn't like that. I tried some cider. It was okay, but I'd prefer apple juice. Is it okay to say it's a little less demonized over there? Definitely. Yeah. Like Definitely. here, it's like, it's basically treated as like an evil thing. You can't it buy it before noon on Sunday. Because, yeah. you know, we don't want to ruin your mind or whatever. Right. Okay. We have never had prohibition. I mean, yeah. that would be the end of the world in Great Britain. <laughs> yeah. um, hopefully that will never happen. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we went to, to this distillery and we, we had a look around. I remember that they have like a tour guide and he mm-hmm. tells you about the, the different things. And there was a, this huge, big metal copper mm-hmm. still. And he said, be careful. Don't, you can have a look, but don't breathe in deeply. 
over it because you can pass out. So the first thing I did was climbed up on the railing and took a nice what it, what any nine year old boy right. would do and almost fell head first. My mum grabbed me and <laughs> pulled me back, but you know that was just fun. That was just fun. The start of his Scotch journey was almost the end of his life. Yes, it, it <laughs> sure was. Story. That's the name of his memoir. Yeah. And <laughs> at, at the end of the tour, they bring out a small plastic thimble um, size. A wee dram, as they call it. That really was a wee dram. If a Scottish man uh, gives you a wee dram in future, it will be usually a very large glass of whiskey. (laughs) Um, But that actually was a wee dram. And I I tried it, and I was expecting it to be very strong and unpleasant. But I just remember it tasting like honey, like nectar. Really? Yeah. And I I didn't have whiskey again until I was 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, 16. <laughs> but wink. <laughs> but it um it definitely I think the the whole experience of going there and tasting the whiskey and seeing how it was made and just that experience with my family was just a really a cool thing and it it definitely evokes memories every time I I have some scotch. Yeah. It that seems like awesome. a really sharp memory, you I know? know? Clears the a smell bell. of it, yeah. Yeah, for that sure. Amazing. That is that's like see Okay, that's the point. That's the point. I say this all the time. Right. That's the point of why we're doing what we're doing with this mm-hmm. is is that that is one side of drinking, whereas sometimes you hear the other side of drinking. That's the side we want to highlight right. here. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's a great story. It fits. Good job. Good. <laughs> let's start. Speaking of drinking, let's go ahead and get started. Okay. So this these episodes are going to be completely the opposite of what we did last week. Yeah. Last week was we made two cocktails. Right. It was and just so cocktails. This is this just is all tastings. Dipping. Right. That's exactly right. So uh, I actually, so I had the stuff set out for this episode and Mark like corrected it. Okay. He's like, yeah, we should do it in the other order. Right. This one's going to so take we over your it around. taste buds and okay. Okay. So, so I will say the first thing we're going to taste is the only thing in both episodes that is not technically scotch. Okay. But um, we're going to go ahead. That's a lot. I'm going to split that up here. It is a, it's a Japanese whiskey. So, um... Mark knows, I know, Japanese whiskey is very in the style of scotch. Absolutely. I mean, the, the Japanese were are, still are very, very fond of, of scotch. And mm-hmm. um, they basically design their whole distillation process around the scotch process. They try to, to copy it, in, in fact. Um, but because... A lot of Scotch whiskey is to do with the location where it's made, the right. water that's used, and all of those things. You you cannot copy a specific place, and and Japanese whiskey tends to have um, very complex, delicate floral aromas um, that some Scotches don't have, and um, I, I think it's fa- fantastic. I love Japanese whiskey. Nice, Thank you. very okay. good. Let's drink. All right. Oh, so I didn't say what it was at all. You Let's did. say what it. So this is <laughs> this is Suntory Toki. Right. Which is new. Uh, it's their, It's basically Suntory's mixing whiskey. Uh, and it's the least expensive Suntory you can buy. It's like 40 bucks a bottle. Wow. So, and, and they want you to make the highball that we were talking about. They want you to pour a shot of it in a glass filled with ice, top it with soda water, garnish it with, uh, with a lemon twist, and then mm. you're done. Okay. And it's, it's good. So I've only had it that way, though. I haven't had it straight. So let's have a taste. All right. Cheers. It's really light colored, by the way. Mm-hmm. We can point that out. It's golden. Yeah, golden. All right, thoughts? I'm not going first. You're not going first? No. I'm looking right at you. <laughs> uh, it's got a little bit of a spice to it. Yeah. Like a surprising spice, I think, because it looks so light. Um, I'm surprised it's kind of spicy on the tip of my tongue. Um, I don't know. Mark? That's, 
I think that's um, it. It's definitely got that kind of grain whiskey element. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the their um, grain is is rye that they use oh, um, okay. as well as corn. Um, but it's definitely got that kind of rye spice in the background. Mm. It's quite strong on the alcohol, is it? It's really surprising. Yeah, What's it's forty three. Mm. So. So usually, usually it's 40, yeah. but 43 is not, not much strong, but it definitely has a bit of bite, but it's got real warmth and a very long finish. You can feel it all the way down your throat into your stomach. It okay. tastes, I'm going to just stick my neck out there. It tastes more like an American whiskey than a scotch to me. Really? I think so. Okay. Because I, I don't really even taste barley that much. The malt is there on the, as you if you hold it right in the tip of your tongue mm-hmm. and let some air go over the top, you'll taste that slight malted barley oh yeah i got it that time so as somebody who doesn't like scotch yeah this is not bad yeah it's not Mm-mm. but it, it it is it does burn yeah so yeah. if you if you ever get a whiskey that that burns like that mm-hmm. you you're allowed to put a few drops of water in just okay. to just to bring it down so, on the touch so especially if you're just tasting what is the are you allowed to put ice in whiskey or do i mean uh, in scotch are they allowed I mean, you're absolutely allowed. You can do whatever you want. And right. it's your, if you've bought the scotch, it's your scotch. And you drink it. You drink it how you, you like to drink it. That's not the answer. You will not be honest. <laughs> but there, there is, um, because because scotch needs to be the, the temperature. Once you bring the temperature up and it's colder, it, it's very hard to taste all of the complexities of a right. whiskey. Um, there's there'll be certain flavor profiles that you'll just you'll just miss out on if you put it over oh, over ice. And so that's go. why it's that it's sense. not at its best. That's why, I mean, that's why people, uh, like, a good, this is way off track, okay. but that's why people, like, they say, like, Jägermeister, drink it, you know, store it in the freezer or whatever, because it's got all those herbs and that bitter stuff mm-hmm. that we usually don't like, at least Americans don't like, and so when you do that, you sort of kill a lot of that. Ah, oh, yeah. Then, then, you know, as Make opposed to, like, warm Jägermeister or something, right. which would just be, like, like, so many different flavors, you know what I, I mean? see. Okay. All right. All right. All right, so we're going to move on to number two. Uh, first, I want to impress you with the magnetic top. Give it a pull. Look at that. It's magnetic. Wow. That's just made my day. At first, I thought it was stuck, and then I was like, it's magnetic. And then I couldn't this figure is science out. science holding this together. I couldn't figure out what to do with the little hole. I mean, obviously, see, it's got like a stand. So then oh, I was like, that. well, do, are you supposed to like display... You know? I think so. Maybe for photos. It's that's really perfect. impressive. I'll, I'll have to do that for the photo. Okay. So uh, number two is a scotch. This is the Dalmore 18. We'll talk about what it's aged in in a second, but let me get it poured. The so bottle can... is gorgeous. And it is mm-hmm. incredibly dark. Scotch cannot be uh, colored, right? No caramel color? Unfortunately, that is a very contentious issue, and it's not okay. true. Really? It can actually be colored. It shouldn't Ooh. be, in my opinion. Um, I think it's... I thought that was one of the rules. No, it's an absolute travesty, but actually they, they can be colored. And they say it's just so that each batch looks the same color. Hmm. Um, but it's it's not right. Wow. <laughs> so this one is incredibly dark. That's yeah. why I say that. So it tends to be the longer it's held in the barrel, the darker it gets. And for this, this one that has been matured in um, predominantly... Um, ex-bourbon casks mm-hmm. it, it should have a dark color anyway so whether, whether or not they've added caramel to this one i don't know okay and I i'm not sure if Dalmol's on the list the only way you can find out is to go to germany because it's law in germany that you have to show the coloring added wow they're the only ones yep there's a list there is a list online that somebody has compiled of all the 
distilleries that do not use Interesting. Caramel. That's way interesting. So uh, it is very dark and kind of a copper color, mm-hmm. like a little bit of red to it. So uh, just pointing that out. This is 18 years old. We were reading about it. 14, first 14 years are ex-bourbon casks. Okay. Then it goes for four more years into sherry butts. Okay. What's Are that? sherry butts barrels? They are, yeah. No. It's just a, so <laughs> I don't know either. It's, I, th- I believe they're a slightly different shape. But, oh, okay. Um, okay. So it's, it's held sherry, and the sherry should impart a slightly more fruity, tart Ooh. kind of finish to it. And okay. you'll, you'll smell those aromas of Christmas, sort I of cinnamon, oh, wow. oh my gosh. Um, dried fruit. Cherry is a good one. It smells like, it smells like sour it cherries. smells really nice. All right, here we go. Salud. Cheers. Cilantro. That's really good. Thumbs like up that. all around the room. Uh, also, I didn't say this ahead of time, but I'll say it now. 130 bucks. Oh. So, does yeah. it taste better now? That's why that magnetic <laughs> topper. That's why they have a magnetic topper. What do you think? He hasn't said anything, though. I think this is delicious. You like it? Yeah, I absolutely do. Absolutely do. You can taste um, the, the things you, you need to, to look out for with, with scotch. I mean, there's, there's really the three flavor profiles. One comes from the, I mean, if you were talking about wines, you'd say the fruit, but really it's the, it's the barley um, and the malted barley. So that's the one thing you're looking out for. The next thing is the earth. Where is it from? Where is Damal? Damal's in the highlands. Um, Fantastic fresh air, good water. Um, So, so contrast the highlands with the lowlands and is it three regions? Highlands, lowlands, and Isla? Four, possibly okay. five. Okay. So you've got you've got the Highlands, mm-hmm. you've got the Speyside, which is the majority oh, yeah. of Scotch, which is along the River Spey, which is kind of the, the central part of Scotland and and up towards the the northeast coast. And then you've got the Lowlands, and there aren't that many Lowland distilleries anymore. Um, Ockentoshan is one of them, mm-hmm. um, I believe. Either in the, I think the next episode we'll be uh, yep. trying some of that. That's right. And and then you have the Isla region, which is the very smoky peaty whiskies. Um, Mm. from Ardbeg, which we'll be trying next. So speak, speaking of smoky, I'm yes. tasting, like, burnt at the end. Is it just me? Burnt? No, just like like a smoky flavor. Mm-hmm. Like if I just smoked a cigar four hours ago. So if you think of um, the method of making bourbon, they mm-hmm. take a barrel and they, they burn the inside of the it. barrel, right. they toast it, and then they put the whiskey in for three years or, or however long it, it may be. And then they, they take those barrels apart. They mm-hmm. ship the staves off, off to Scotland. They rebuild them. And then they put the whiskey in for 14 years. What's tripping me out, though, is the fact that, like, I'm not tasting it until, like, 10 seconds after I swallow. Yeah. There's, long finish. That's they, called a long finish, there Lisa. There you go. Use that, use that phrase I've, next time. I've never had anything like that. You get, wow. No. What does, that, what does that even mean? How do we interpret that? I don't know. It's 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 really nice. It ha, it it doesn't have a lot of. Um, I I always think of Scotch as like having this very kind of barley thing, which to me is a little bit sour. Hmm. Um, that's the way I read it. But this this is a very unique flavor. Okay, I, smoky like you said, yeah. fruity a little mm-hmm. bit. It but, starts but fruity man, and man, it's and just smoky. got a full. It's very rich. It's yep. not you're not going to drink it in July. It's definitely a rich whiskey, yeah. and that's why I said it's got those kind of Christmas flavors, Christmas mm-hmm. cake, mm-hmm. dried fruit. It's, it's delicious. All right, the last one. This is the one I've been saving the longest for you because I got it, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I just sat it in the cabinet. <laughs> so this is Ardbeg uh, Dark Cove is what this one is called. If I'm not mistaken, I- I'm going to 
let's try to figure this out. First, it's really high alcohol. 46, okay. really, really high. You know, not that high. Um, it's an Isla scotch, so peaty and smoky, like mm-hmm. you said. Um, so apparently they produce Dark Cove annually, or at least this one was produced this year in May. Apparently in Isla they have Ardbeg Day. Okay. And that's why they produced it. So this is 130 bucks a bottle. All right. Uh, as soon did you Do you smell the smoke and the peat? As soon as I opened it, it was like no. right up the nose. Yep. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, yeah. It oh, smells pretty nice, that though. Smells like smells fantastic to me. The, the other smoke and peat stuff I've had is like, you know, $30 smoke and peat. And I, this is just smells like a different class of yeah, drink. This, I mean, I've not had this specific whiskey, but I've had many odd bags in my time. This is a lot more fruit than, than usual. I'm wondering if there's maybe some sherry, sherry maturation in this one. Mm, yes, sir. Man. He's that really was good. good. I didn't even have to read it. The only thing I can compare Ex-bourbon this to and ex-cherry. is Mescal. Okay. Because of the smoke. Well, yeah. the smoke. Okay. That's understandable. All right. Here we go. All right. Salud. Cheers. Wow. That is a flavor sensation. <laughs> it takes you through a journey of a bonfire through to... Actually, the finish is quite similar to the Dalmore. It's yeah. got that... That warmth, the spice in the yeah, background. Yeah, it starts like that for me. Like before it even goes in my mouth. Just inhaling it. And There's something it sour for me. <laughs> like this is, I, I feel off the wall because I'm not great at scotch tasting. Right, right. Uh, but I almost taste like a pickle type of sour somewhere in the middle. Nope, don't get that. Just me, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what people want to hear when they give tasting notes. Yes. They want to hear everybody else in the room say, nope. <laughs> there is there is a almost medicinal chemical kind mm. of acidity there that which comes from the the peat i mean they they measured the peatiness in um fennels or it's not the root vegetable but like p-h-e-n-o-l and they measure mm. it in parts per million and ardbeg's usually somewhere around 50 parts per million it's very smoky they they uh they like to t- talk about that but it's it has got that almost um medicinal mm. there's like a tingle in the middle like, i like the taste after that's like a nice taste. It is. And in in the smoke flavor is a very pleasant smoke. So like Lisa said, we've had Mezcal's. You've had some smoky scotches, but it's like cheap smoky scotches, like, you know, Johnny Double Black. Okay. That kind of stuff. And that just has more of like a fake. It tastes like liquid smoke, you mm-hmm. know, like fake stuff mm-hmm. that you put in food. Okay. Not, you know, not because they do it that way, but for some, uh, clearly a $130 scotch tastes different than a $40 yeah, scotch, right? imagine. So, shocker. So, so it's got this smoke, but it's like, it really tastes like real smoke and mm-hmm. not like a fakey kind of cheapy smoke. Is that a word? Fakey cheapy? Yes, it is. All right. What it's, else, Mark? What else do you think? It's definitely more mellow than other Isla whiskeys I've had. Some mm. of them can wow. be, they can be very astringent on the mouth. They can be very um, shocking, but this is actually very smooth. Very mellow. Okay. I mean, I know maybe to to you having smelt that is quite quite strong, mm-hmm. quite potent. But actually, as you drink um, more of this whiskey, like have one glass and then have a, a second, the smoke really will die down, down, and you'll start to taste all those other other amazing flavors. Mm. I so there was once that I did something and I I used an Isla. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. Oh, Lafroig. I used it uh, to make. Uh, milk punch a scotch milk punch which is basically just milk and scotch and some nutmeg and it was actually pretty like i actually liked that the smoke and the milk 
interplay was very strange hmm. but very good. Like I sort of liked. I that feel it like came that would that tame way. this down, and I would like that. Maybe so. <laughs> it's it's like a you know you see it on the nightstand for Santa Claus kind of a okay kind of a drink. Mm. Does that makes sense. Yeah, the milkshake. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's basically what it is because you shake it up, lots of ice. Like it's it's literally a Scotch cocktail, but it's it's not so bad mm. at all. That sounds good. All right. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like that it was, was a good so experience. So informative. It was. And, and I'm glad, like you said, because I was going to do the Ardbeg first. Yeah. That would have been a mess. It would. Yeah. yeah. That would have been a big mess. So I'm glad we did that last. But it was a good journey. Will you come back next week for a second journey through Scotch? I would love to. Right. That would be great. <laughs> good. All right. It's always easy to get people to come and drink. Yes. So Mark will join us next week. We'll drink more Scotch, some of which he can pronounce and I can't. Right. So I'm, I'm very excited yes. about that. <laughs> Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of SimpleCocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Cheers. Cheers.